Private Lender Podcast, Episode 131. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from Mark Twain, who said, The conviction of the rich that the poor are happier is no more foolish than the conviction of the poor that the rich are. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Hello, Private Lender Nation, and welcome to episode 131 of the Private Lender Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Baker, and I'd like to thank you for sharing your time and your ears with me today. If you're seeking practical advice and tips on how to create wealth without banks or Wall Street through private lending, then you are in the right place. But if you want to learn from my mistakes so that you can both avoid and profit from them, well, then pull up a chair and pour yourself a drink, my friend, because this podcast is just for you. In today's episode, we're going to discuss three ways you can start lending with less than $50,000. But before we get to the heart of the matter, first, let's do a little housekeeping. Have you joined the Private Lender Podcast Facebook group? Well, why not? Head over to the show notes link uh, or simply search in Facebook groups for Private Lender Podcast and join. This is a public group, but you've got to answer some questions and you've got to be a private lender. Second, and most important of all, the Private Lender Academy is launching in just a few weeks and if you'd like to get on the list for pre-launch bonuses like discount discount codes, then head over to privatelenderacademy.com and click on Apply Now. Provide some background on your investing experience and your goals, and you'll get on the list for the uh, pre-launch goodies. So, uh, oh yeah, so the, the, I wanted to say that the Private Lender Academy is slated to launch now in mid-July, which is still after the 4th of July weekend, so I'm not a complete liar, but it is getting pushed back a little bit. And I think it, um, what it's going to be is I'm going to have to produce a valuable yet ugly baby uh, to get things going and to um, just to get it out there and into the market. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more work than I thought it would be, but I'm going to bring this thing across the uh, finish line, come hell or, or high water. Uh, anyway, so the housekeeping is finished, and now it's time to get, to get down to the brass tacks of today's episode. Three ways to lend with less than $50,000. The first way and the easiest way is just to put your money into a REIT, a real estate investment trust that is not a loan, so to speak. It is, you are purchasing a security. It's an equity position in a company that owns, operates, or finances income-producing properties. And the, the beautiful thing about a real estate investment trust is that they pay by, – by law, they have to pay a, a minimum of 90% of the taxable income in the form of shareholder dividends each year. And that's what makes them attractive from a cash flow perspective. They're modeled after mutual funds. Um, most are publicly traded on the exchanges, uh, public exchanges, New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, so on and so forth, which provides extreme liquidity. But you do not uh, get to participate in much capital appreciation with REITs. They usually target a specific asset class or a sector. So, for example, multifamily or commercial, mobile phone towers, retail data center, warehouses. Most REITs are equity REITs. They own the buildings. However, some are mortgage REITs, uh, which lend to the operators uh, for the purchase for the purchase for the purchase of mortgage-backed uh, securities. So that's the easy one. You can do that pretty much from any 
any IRA custodian, any uh, online broker, Fidelity, Schwab, so on and so forth, TD Ameritrade. The second way you can get in with less than 50 grand is to buy into a real estate fund. Uh, I want you to think of hard money loans for single family residences. These are basically loan brokers or fund managers who will take your money at a uh, pay out a, a certain percentage, a- annual percentage, usually um, quarterly and quarterly payments. Then they take your money as part of that fund and then they go out and make hard money loans to investors. It's uh, usually a, a one-year minimum. You got to keep your money in there at least for a year. They don't. They don't like a short turnaround of funds. Obviously, it costs a lot of money and t- takes time to bring in funds and so on and so forth. So, I like to keep them in as much as possible. I think I already mentioned the quarterly interest payments, or um, yeah, quarterly payments. And usually, there's about a 90-day notice if you need to get the, to receive the return of your principal. If you have you know something go wrong, uh, this is not a very liquid. Investments such as a REIT where you could, you know, you can sell this afternoon and then as soon as the funds settle within five or seven days, then you have, you can have the cash available to you, um, whether or not it's in a cash account or a IRA or, you know, tax deferred account. So, uh, if you go back to episode 43 with Tom Barry, he's from Investor Loan Source. He has one of those options. And it's a great way to see the due diligence that's done on on a loan while someone else does the work. No, you're not going to make the, you know, eight, ten, fifteen, eighteen percent interest. You might make eight or nine, I don't know, maybe seven or eight. And I'm not sure. Don't quote me on what you're going to make, but it's not going to be the the big bucks because someone else is doing really doing all the work, and this is truly passive. Uh, you're just providing up the money, which is the beauty of private lending. So number two, the real estate fund, and number three is you can lend to owner finance investors. So you would provide the money to buy a house that's probably not in the best of condition, right? It uh, needs a lot of TLC, a lot of loving, uh, loving care. So you provide the purchase, no rehab, mind you, just the pur- purchase capital in the first position lien. Then your investor, your borrower, takes your lien and, and wraps a second mortgage around it to the end buyer who is someone who usually can't get a mortgage but desperately wants to become a, a homeowner. And this is a way for them. They usually bring a, a substantial down payment as well. So that puts – they have a lot of skin in the game. They come up, come into the house. They do the work. They make it look nice. And usually you can put your money away for about three to five years on these types of properties, if not longer. I like to do these for three years without amortizing them, just get interest only. And I get 8% on them, but I don't have to work my money for eight years. Correction, that is 8% for three years. And when I drive by the property, generally speaking, I get to see the progression of somebody improving that property or improving the collateral that my loan is secured by. So it's not a bad thing. But those are just three quick ways that you can get get going. The REIT really isn't, like I said, a loan. But if you want to get into the real estate game, in the most passive level, that's that's the way to do it. Maybe I should do a show on, on REITs, but I don't know. We'll we'll think about that some other time. So anyway, REITs, the real estate funds, or the owner finance properties. And I'm going to do a part two in a few weeks uh, with the three more ways you can you can loan with less than fifty thousand dollars. Boom! All right, here's the deal. I don't charge money for the show, but there is a cost, and I would be extremely grateful. 
If you would help drive awareness to the show to get the word out by leaving me an honest rating and review over at iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever platform you are using to hear my voice. It doesn't take that long, and it is a small price to pay for the karmic value I provide you. <laughs> I still can't say that with a straight face. Anyhow, uh, iTunes is still the big one. If you could go over there, leave an honest rating and review, I would greatly appreciate it. That one still is the, the biggest driver of awareness for the time being, so iTunes would help. And the show notes page has ways that you can go over there, uh, quick links, and you can hit uh, hit the link and go right to where you need to go and leave the rating and review. And again, I'd greatly appreciate it. And before I sign off, let me remind you to go over to the Private Lender Podcast Facebook group and join. Answer just a few questions and then be in a community of private lenders and ask questions there and get support or network. Hey, there's a concept that works. And then also remember the Private Lender Academy will be launching in July. Head over to privatelenderacademy.com for more information and to be eligible for discounts and other pre-launch goodies like coaching calls or whatever uh, comes up or I have time for, (laughs) to be honest, then click on apply now. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself and get on the list for, uh, if nothing else, the discounts uh, that are going to be coming out. So as I sign off to episode 131, I'd like to say that in addition to mindfulness and self-awareness, I wish you safe and prosperous private lending, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time.